following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Is that a heavy question mark on the end there, bud? Is five or six? Large five. Six? Five. I honestly don't know. Out of tune. The out of tune. I think it's six. Six? (laughs) They say five-ish. We are. (laughs) 5.5. If our intro is only me never knowing what episode we're on, I'm okay with it. Just saying. Uh, So we're back at it. And I think we can all say... Um, we're going to miss Doug for this episode. Doug's sitting out. Uh, best wishes to our good buddy. And then um, as well, Matt's still on hiatus. <laughs> I'll let y'all know when he's his life's back in order. Is hiatus but, a planet? N- 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 what? He said he's on hiatus. He is on hiatus, yes. No, you think of Uranus. Oh, well. Yeah. If you're lucky. Um, Why not rings of Saturn? <laughs> oh, we gave ourselves um, a nice uh, treat, I think, for an album review. One that I actually am pretty bummed about uh, that Doug will not be a part of. Uh, album review of this month was Killswitch Gage's uh, Alive or Just Breathing. Fun title. And we'll get into that later. But for now, I think it is time to hear what we're listening to. Who's got what? I have been on a, uh, I've been f- going down the, down like a nostalgia tube lately. I was listening to uh, Stereo Mud. I don't know if you remember them, Finchie. I do. I played them for you quite a bit back in the day. So I was listening to the uh, Daredevil soundtrack with uh, Ben Affleck and the Punisher soundtrack. I love those two albums. But for as far as soundtracks go, I think those are great. But other than that, it's just been the same shit. Same shit. I've kind of gone backwards, maybe about a decade or so. Um, Devor is proud of asking, Miss May I, we came as opponents, Memphis Mayfire. Kind of that. I threw a playlist together recently. I've just been throwing down at work. What would you classify most of those bands as? I like metalcore. Yeah. Metalcore with more feels. <laughs> Depends on which uh, version of those bands, right? Because didn't Devil Wear Devil Wears Parada? I was never huge into them, so I'm not super familiar. But didn't they start off as pretty heavy, but then they kind of went almost emo? Well, the first two albums definitely leaned um, more straight metalcore mm-hmm. with some high-pitched singing to go along with it. I mean, it's just a dude's style, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And then it went on, they started singing more. Was it the zombie EPs what really got me into them? And then after that, I just kind of fell right back out. Yeah. I thought the zombie EP was pretty badass. And then it was just, they were, uh, to uh, me, uh, underwhelming. Yeah. To, uh, Wasn't bring, bring Me the Horizon was like that too, right? They started off yeah. pretty heavy and pretty yeah, awesome. They were heavy and then they just kind of, then they just kind of, like what even, the fuck happened? <laughs> even with the way they've changed and they had to lighten up, I believe, for the vocalists. Because he's, you know, suffered some damage over the years. Yeah, well, just, do it right or don't it's do a, it. It's a, it's a great excuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, worked for Ben Sevenfold. <laughs> I don't know. Absolutely. Hey, Deftones too, man. Chino, Chino fucked up his vocal cords yeah. back in like 2001. Yeah, that's a blessing. Guys, only because it didn't change their. I don't. I don't feel like it. That changed their sound. Like I don't they, think it changed their sound, but like live, like the older stuff. I mean, he can't hit the screams that he used to. I mean, he does right. that pterodactyl raptor scream thing he does now but <laughs> yeah. but um no but bring me the horizon like they've definitely changed we've all seen that they've gotten a little i guess softer vocal approach and lamer but <laughs> some of their some of their heavier moments are actually pretty fucking heavy yeah i i think i saw them at their peak when we saw them at town ballroom the I, I'll still say to this day the the best circle pit I've ever seen. Was that with like uh Eated? No, Nate we've talked about it on this pod. Um with um, Yes we did. Well that would have been o an sleeper. amazing show. Yeah, O Sleeper was I saw them there, it was like it was Eated and I forgot who the other band was and I really, really got into that band. Obviously not enough because I can't remember who the fuck it is, but <laughs> it'll come to you. Are you sure? Are you sure they weren't there, Finchy? Cool. I feel like they might have been a part of that every time I die. They would have been the headliner. Even, yeah. even with as big as Bring Me the Horizon was a home. They, yeah, they definitely weren't the headliner. No. I want to say Architects was there. No, the I'm talking show. about. That's a different show. Oh, you know, it's okay. funny about um, Bring Me the Horizon. My buddy Joel, um, he's a doctor now, which is, yeah, I know a doctor, guys. But um, <laughs> hey. he's a psychiatrist. He's got his own practice and stuff like that. But before... He got his doctorate. He was a high school counselor in Wilmington, North Carolina. And he came home and he's like, you know, you want to go see every time I die? I'm like, sure. He's like, this band is opening up. One of my students showed me them. So it's some like 14 year old kid in like 2012 or whatever. was got my buddy into it. And yeah, I really dug them then, but now they're just not so good. Annual episode <laughs> third down. <laughs> Now you can hear that now. Yeah. <laughs> I do have the window closed today. Are the tracks like five feet away? They are close, he said before. Yeah, they're very close. <laughs> it's all good. I'm surprised you could even hear them. <laughs> I, lived, I lived near train tracks for a few years when I was younger. After like the first six months, you can't even hear the shit anymore. Just oh, I'm seeing Not until someone else brings it up. Like you're yeah. In, you're yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, Brian, what about you? I have not been listening to anything new. Uh, I have taken some opportunities to go back and listen to early. So when we decided for Kill Switch, that triggered like other bands. So like I, mm -hmm. I downloaded and listened to bunches of Ben Sevenfold. I was listening to some of Treyu. I went, I went that realm. I was, I went, I went back to my early days of learning and listening to metalcore. Not new, but. Did you know that the lead singer for Atreyu is no longer with the band? Now it's the drummer is the lead singer. 
Really? Didn't? Yeah, he's dwelling. like, he's the he size of a house. Yeah, Andy told us that <laughs> when we talked to Andy. Did he? Oh. Yeah. Sorry, Andy, I tuned you out, I guess. So he's like a unit of measurement amongst his friends. Well, um, and he said they took like a heavier turn as of late. From what I heard, Opposite. I don't know if that's what he, I do not remember this conversation at all. So I'll take your <laughs> word for it. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Gallardo, did you, did you have No, any? I didn't. Okay. <laughs> um, it's not something new to me, but they did just release a couple new songs. Um, the end of last month, the album comes out next month. Um, he is legend. I don't know if you guys are into them at all, but they are one of my favorite bands. And this album, if it's anything like the first two songs, is probably the heaviest they've ever written. Um, I highly recommend everybody check out at least the two new songs that are coming off the new up. Al- you know, they've released off the new album, but uh, yeah, they're pretty badass. Something we should add like, to the uh, uh, playlist. I would. I mean, it's up to you guys. I mean, you know, whatever. I would add it. They're not, not exactly uh, heavy, 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 send, but send it to me. I do nice melodic our, stuff. Our uh, to keep go back local. Uh, our friends and Debbie are about ready to drop a new track. They were teasing it on their Facebook page. So. Yeah, I'm fucking stoked on that. I can't yeah. wait. Um, cool. That was fun. Jarka, do you have anything? So with my listening habits, I go through, like I have an artist on Spotify, and I try to listen to the whole catalog all at once. And um, a few years ago, I started listening to like classical music, like the WNE, locally WNET channel. And um, I, in the whole process of like liking stuff, I ended up liking the Columbia Symphony Orchestra on here. And I start, so there's like, and then there's like a million albums from them. And I'm like, I'm not going to listen to all of these at once. So what I do is I listen to one album of like, they're like maybe halfway through. Cause they're super long. Sometimes they're like 11 hours. And I'm like, I'm not sitting through all that. What? But um, like, I'll, yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, and then, uh, and then I'll switch. I, yeah, I just put it on like during work when I'm working. So I could kind of focus on a little bit and then I'll switch it up and I'll play it like something from somebody else. And one of the, the probably in between last episode, the one I listened to the most was, uh, I went through Danzig's complete catalog. And um, Whoa. that was, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was interesting because, you know, you had the first album is like, you know, your classics that you get from Danzig. And then like in the early nineties, I think it was, he came out with, this one album sounded like a ministry album, and I was not expecting that at all. And then he get later on, he had another album come out, and it sounded almost like like almost like new metal. Not obviously not the rap part, but like 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 the the, the, the you know the, the guitars and everything. Kind of like an industrial sound or something. Kind of, yeah. And then and then his, he came out with an album in 2020, I think it was, where it's all Elvis covers. Oh boy! Yeah, I'm just like this is not like the I, the journey I expected to go on here with the musical, but <laughs> you know whatever, whatever this is, this is you know out of the nor- out of ordinary, which is fine. You know that's what I'm kind of trying to do with this, like hear stuff I wouldn't normally listen to. So I'm totally giving Nate that as a gift, by the way. <laughs> Dan Zigzag. I was with nothing but Elvis. I- 
I, uh, I, after he was talking about classical stuff, I was looking something up because it made me think of something. So, I, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, but as far as classical stuff goes, any, any, if anybody is like looking for something, you know, in, on the classical side, Bach has a like a, a compilation of uh, like lute suites. So it's all, you know, like original, like the lute was like the guitar before there was a guitar. Like the stuff is pretty awesome. Like it's. I don't know. It's what I like to listen to if I'm going to sleep, I guess. But it's it's pretty cool stuff. I love. I don't classical know if that's music. a strong advert- endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> it's relaxing. Yeah, man, if you're looking it's to re- listen to something, I go to sleep, man. I got something it's, for you. It's it's relaxing. It has its purposes, and like we like, I take my daughter to dance class on, on Saturday mornings, and we listen to classical music on the way there, and it gets her in you know in her zone or whatever for for her combo in her ballet class or whatever she takes. Sometimes they play like Jurassic Park theme song. Yeah, that's one of the things I know. Or Star Trek. Like I, I don't know. I don't know all the like these, like all these. I just kind of use it. It's more like you know, focusing at work. And then if I know something like like a uh, Rhapsody in Blue or something, or something more popular, and I know, like, oh, yeah, definitely I like that one or something. Uh, but um, Star Trek. The artist that was on a Paraffin or something. It wasn't. It wasn't on that weird Theremin. Theremin. Yep. Yeah. Because Sheldon yeah. is one in Big Bang Theory. Oh, shout out Big Bang. But uh, the, the last artist I just finished today um, was probably the most contrasting from classical. Um, I went. I finished the Dark Funerals catalog. So I went from classical music to, you know, insane black metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going back and forth with so. I think if a lot of those composers from back then were around today, I'm convinced that they would be metalheads. Like I think a lot of the stuff that they would be writing would be metal. Just the way it's composed, the way the stuff lays out. I'm I listen to it and I I hear it, you know. Or, or, you know, or get beat shred. Go ahead. You know, t- take the guys from between the bear to me and do the opposite. Put them in, back in their day. When the Absolutely, base. yeah. It would be it would be friggin' awesome. <laughs> and even even uh um oh my god, major brain fart. I took him in the friggin' guitarist draft. Malmstein, Yingwei Malmstein. He he composed an entire symphony yeah. just to show people that he wasn't a one trick pony and it was it's fucking awesome. Like it's it's incredible what he was able to do. And we went all over the place there. <laughs> It was kind of a wild ride. That's kind of what we do here. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I contributed nothing, I feel like. Also, I, I, was late. I did notice that Mike went from professional to party mode with his hat, so I don't know what's going on over there. A little toasty in the house. Uh, <laughs> which is weird, October 25th. Um, yeah. Let's move on. First, let's do uh, what we always do every month, which is kick some poor bastard out of the hall of fame and jarka the floor is yours uh is this the episode that you finally get your artist out let's go for it let's put t-rex back up there okay i'm in i i i want to say real quick before we get too far yeah i'm proud of you guys i'm proud Over. of you guys for kicking out you for kicking out you two last week or last oh. episode it had to happen i'm even though recently they came out and pretty much apologized for that whole forced album on us if you had itunes oh i don't give a shit 
Wasn't that like <laughs> they the still made, made it up terrible years ago? Seeing me <laughs> see you, my thing. Too little, too late. It's still there. I still see the icon. I'm not forced to listen to it anymore, but I can still see the <laughs> album cover. I don't have an iPhone, so I don't have that problem. It's actually Finchie's background. Yeah. <laughs> alarm. Fill my heart. Oh, for iPhone, I, I had one for a little while, and I'm glad I fucking gave that up. I, I went back do. to Android. I don't know why I ever left. I'm a lifer. I'm not going to change. Old man, lifer. <laughs> So T-Rex, none of us have anything nice to say, so I say yay. Low, another low-hanging fruit kind of month here. Yeah. Yet a I, do, I do uh, have another... Get the fuck out. I, I do have another uh, artist <laughs> to, to uh, nominate for it. Yeah. I'm not necessarily voting against, but my nomination is R.E.M. Ooh. I, mm. I have no reason to keep them in. They had a handful of. I, I only know. One, I only know one much. song. That's me and, in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, up, dude. two songs. Two songs. I know two songs. That one dude. is the end of the world. What's the frequency, Kenneth? I did. I did own <laughs> the album Monster on cassette. That's it. I quit. But that same. <laughs> he owned an REM album. Wait, just so much credibility. He, lost, album, he just dude. lost all footing. <laughs> I did have a hoodie and a blowfish. Album. Dude, everyone does, and every single fucking thrift store you can think of has five copies i also at the same time because uh, i don't know why about monster and cassette because at the same time i bought um uh dookie green days dookie which is my first explicit album that i purchased dude that might be four copies at any thrift store (laughs) well i mean since we're having our musical coming out party I had a Dave Matthews band CD. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bro, there's nothing wrong with DMB. There's nothing yeah, wrong there with any voice. His voice. Everybody likes something. So, yep. <laughs> That's what we should do. Uh, maybe not this episode, but have a uh, guilty pleasures. Oh. Have we discussed that? We, well, we, we, we on the intro? briefly. Yeah, kind of in the intro. intro. Yeah, we yeah we yeah we talked about it briefly. I think it was in the yeah. uh, it deserves, the questionnaire. It deserves a bigger segment. You're right. yeah yeah. There's there's I definitely agree. a lot more that can be. That like, can who was be it? Matt with there. his uh, Spice Girls. I'll take the biggest leap. I won't save it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and throw <laughs> myself on the funeral pyre as it is. Um, I had Will Smith's big, big East. What was it? Jiggy jiggy with it, big Willie style. <laughs> big Willie style. <laughs> big Willie style. Yeah, I had it too. Yeah, I wanted no it. Shame. I wanted it. My brother bought it for me for Christmas, and when he when I opened it, he goes, "I know you wanted it. I didn't want to buy it for you, but I know you wanted it, so I bought <laughs> it." <laughs> Hmm. Why don't we just break this whole case? He's like, open I don't right understand. <laughs> you're, you're, you're recording cassettes of like Alice in Chains on the like dub cassettes. And like, that's that was, I built my catalog through my brother. And then at the same time, I was like, can I have Will Smith? Or Harvey Danger is a good band. Hey, hey, man. Well, that one <laughs> song is really good. Flagpole Sitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I convinced myself real quick at media play to buy that. Oh, I, I had I had quite a few of the uh, the one hit wonder albums. I don't remember. Oh, uh, SR seventy one. 
I don't I don't remember what else I had, but there was definitely a few of them. <laughs> uh, well, okay, that's that's an, song, that song will this, still randomly just pop into my head. So for one small spot, this could probably actually get me kicked off the show. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, um, this one we might want to save for another episode. <laughs> All right, we're saving. No, no, we got to know now. I, you have to know. Okay. Eat. I got to so, know now. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. To out? I don't know if you're ready. So when I was younger, I grew up with a family that lived upstairs, two girls, and they listened to certain stuff. And if you're around something long enough, you become a fan. I had one album of a Backstreet Boys cassette, and then I had another album in CD form. How old were you? I would say probably around 10. Oh, well, you can't no. really kick him okay, off the show okay. for that. Right, we're not going to kick him <laughs> off for that. Uh, everybody makes mistakes when they're young and dumb, you know? Yeah. yeah. You're still we're, finding yourself. Let me finish recording. Yeah. I Honestly, the, I want to hear the How video. often do you – hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How often do you still listen to it? Uh, Never. The last time I heard it was at an was a pause show. Are you sure? Huh? <laughs> there was a pause. pause. Are you sure? <laughs> I had to think because it's probably been Brian. Run out to his car real quick. <laughs> see what's see what, what's in there. What am I gonna find in this it's car? Been, it's been like ten boys. Plus now. It's been like ten plus years, easy. And outside of that, more recently, a couple of years ago at Riverworks, a day to remember, right before they got on, they were playing it. Honestly, I'm surprised. Oh yeah, I was at that show. That crowd was going nuts. They were going nuts for that Backstreet Boys song. Yeah, I went outside. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That uh, that that uh, cover band that I I, the videos I sent you guys Mm -hmm. uh, when they were playing at that Annunciation picnic thing, they played a few Backstreet and Backstreet Boys and Unseen songs. Same thing. People were going nuts. Yeah. That's probably. Also, gotta remember remember the age of a lot of these musicians. You know. Right. Yeah, yeah. But that's also probably when they were at their douchiest, which makes sense. <laughs> I'll tell you what. And, like, music is a testament to time because 20 years ago, 22 years, three years ago, I can add. I'm 33. Um, and I can still remember a lot of the lyrics. They were that simple but that memorable. Yeah. Can you do a dance? Do you know the dances? I did this boy, boy no dance. Some yeah. fan. <laughs> no. Name name three dances. You can't start a circle pit to Backstreet. No. Knowing the people. You can start a circle pit to anything. We're talking about yes. the boy yeah. bands here. How do you guys feel about this uh this Blink one eighty two reunion with the tickets being priced astronomical? Uh, dude, I out I, of their minds. I'm I I I'm on this whole Live Nation fucking Ticketmaster shit. This, this company's been like called out and like sued. Like, I don't know how many times over the years, and everybody's still like, oh, yeah, I want to go to this concert. Yeah, sure. I got $300. Like, eventually, just stop they're going to make it. <laughs> eventually, they're going to make it impossible to go to a fucking show. Like, they're price people out. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't understand how these companies can operate. And I mean, I've been on the receiving end. Like, I tried—I mean, not music related, but I tried I buying um Chappelle show or Chappelle show Chappelle tickets. I had two. And this happens every time with Ticketmaster to me. I don't know what the fuck it is. 
but I'll have like two tickets for something in my cart and then the, the shit freezes. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I'm kicked out. I'm back in like the queue. Like, what do you, what? I've been here since like the time, you know, it's stupid. And then tickets are like four, $4,000 for nosebleed somewhere, you know. I'll tell it's, you exactly why they survive. Service fees. Oh, that shit's retarded too. Yeah. Like, I want my ticket it's, on my phone. Why am I paying an extra 40 mostly. bucks? No, especially now because they don't actually print the tickets or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Why, am I, why oh, am I giving you 35, 40 no. more dollars? It's That's on the my convenience. phone. That's the convenience of it. It's it? not and convenient. <laughs> and then if you want to remember the show, you got to buy a poster, which is, you know, I don't know how, how much now, even that, are. I always, your I always buy merch. Always oh. buy merch. Yeah, well, that goes straight to the band. Yeah, yeah. But it's still an additional expense on top of, you know, just having your yeah. ticket stub. Like, right. Wait, none of the money from the ticket. I mean, what, like, what's like, what, under a percent that goes to, like, the artist? It's something ridiculously low like that. And then when you go to the merch, we have, so that's like, what, 60, 70% goes to the band. So I'm actually getting more refined in my old age. I've been buying vinyls at shows. Dude, vinyls come back in a big way. Dude, I it doesn't have a record player though. Fucking get one. <laughs> I don't working on it. Working on it. That was the best. I, just, I, I come on, DJ it. Lethal. Let's no, go. this is the totally. This is how he, I, he framed it. It was the best. He goes, so like I'm getting into like collecting vinyl records right now. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> he goes, I don't have a record player. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> In class. They last longer had, than T-shirts. <laughs> I've, I've had I've had an Atreyu uh, vinyl of uh, the Curse since I don't know 2005. That seems like an elf huh? purple. No, it's no, it should be red. No, it's not. You're red. looking right up at it Ryan is, right it, is, it is it is colored, but I don't remember what it is. It's I, I want to say it's time like to dig it out again. yellow or something. I got no oh. idea where it is. Like my first my first vinyl. It's probably was... it's probably all warped now. There's probably Do no you way. Even I can still play have it. it. I'd have it somewhere. <laughs> my my first vinyl purchase where. was the uh, because because I had a tradition for myself that every Deftones album that got released since around the fur, I would go to record uh, was it record theater or media play. Those went out of business, so I was going to Best Buy. But uh, when Ohms came out, mm, was it 2020? I went to Best Buy, and did you know Best Buy doesn't sell CDs anymore? Yeah, uh, I don't know if I knew that. Not surprised. No, they don't. But I'm I walked sure in there, surprised either. No CDs. I'm like, all right. So you know, I never, you know, I hardly ever do the, the pre-sales or whatever. So I ended up jumping online, and I found a. It was the special, it was the gold special edition, you know, vinyl of Ohms. I'm like, all right, so I bought it. And that's kind of where that all started. After that, I've just been buying vinyls and I don't have a record player. No. Did you know FYE is back in the mall? They sell vinyls. Mm-hmm. Do they? They've, been, they've been back. Yeah, not, they don't have a great collection. You know, there's not a great uh, selection to choose from, but yeah, there's. It's there. <laughs> it, it, isn't it like the size of like uh, like yeah, a it's... hot topic now instead no. of like what it used no, to be? No, no, the store the store is bigger, but like the, the, the shelf where they have the vinyl is probably about as long as my kitchen table, which which you guys can't see, which <laughs> is probably about uh, three and a half feet long. <laughs> mm. uh, and, and then the, the, the metal section had maybe about uh, four albums in it, and it was like Metallica. I guess Nickelback was one. No, I didn't see <laughs> Nickelback in there. <laughs> uh but uh Metallica was in there. Yeah. And I want to say 
Metal like Iron Maiden. See the the problem with this whole vinyl um, movement. <laughs> Did he just fall out of a chair? Fucking chair! No, no, look at this shit. You all right? Were you sitting on a phone book, bud? (laughs) (laughs) That might be the first podcast ever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's let's try this one. Oh, Brian, do you record video on this? Um, I have, I have not. It records it. Save it. Save it. That would have been amazing. That's Make sure you TikTok. post that uh, in the in the in the Facebook page. This <laughs> this month we talk about this, and Brian falls out of a chair. Not Brian. <laughs> Not Brian. Or Brian Nate falls out of a chair. <laughs> we can we can stick with Brian. I'm cool with that. You got me all fucking flabbergasted here. <laughs> all right, what this, percentage this are you does. drinking over there, guy? <laughs> hey, you you just saw the chair that had nothing to do with the alcohol consumption. No, I right? saw two pieces that form a chair. <laughs> well, yeah, it disintegrated uh, underneath. I'm going ass. with you have goblins, my friend. Tis the season. You're you're, you're being haunted, bewitched, or something. So. No, that's just my sign to go on a diet. I was gonna say I'm a fat boy, and I can say this is a diet time. Uh, it's absolutely diet time. <laughs> speaking of time, uh, time for a new segment. Here's my segue. What? Nice. Oh wait, oh. wait, 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 wait! We never oh. actually voted somebody out. Is it T Rex or is it, who is it? Oh, I thought. Oh, oh do it. Bad. See, um, and T-Rex. I was, I was trying to motion with my hands to you, Brian. Like, where were we actually supposed I to be? I, I, I forgot that's what we were doing. <laughs> T Rex, you are now Doug's because for the most part extinct. I, yeah, I, well, I know Doug's voice is. <laughs> he 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 also said the same thing about T Rex previously. So that they're not their catalog is bad. Uh, I didn't even know who the hell they were until we uh, talked about them that one time. Exactly. They're out. (laughs) I do want to say, though, while I was scrolling through, just looking, you know, for this particular topic today, and I just, fucking Janet Jackson, man, she's got to go at some point. Well, she probably didn't write her own music, so she's going to get maybe that same Elvis treatment. Yeah. She's on my short list for the next for the next episode. All right, I do. I could. I would fist bump you right now. But we're on not your short list. How tall? I, I I think <laughs> REM before her for sure. Yeah, I, I would think. That. I but that. but that's nice. That's that's a deal for another day. Yeah. I mean, she did give us a memorable moment. <laughs> yeah, barely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a fully man. Could, could that be one of those "Where were you when that happened?" moments? Uh, yeah, I was at my grandma's. <laughs> I was. We normally watch the Super Bowl at my grandma's. I don't remember where. I, I don't remember either. That was what the twenty Super years Bowl, ago. Super Bowl halftime shows in general could be a topic. It's home. It was in. I think it was and, in Detroit and Pittsburgh. One that was when the bus won the MVP. I believe that's a good point because. The most recent featured, I don't know how you'd want to put it, display at Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was halftime shows. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's good tidbit. Yeah. Nice little factoid. Mm. Uh, so I care Beyonce was the best, by the way. Mm. Just just throwing that out there. Dude, it's Beyonce. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Another I don't even know you you're, people you're, anymore. Who are you? <laughs> oh, it's not. It, it was not because of the music that I would say that. 
But anyways, right. New segment, <laughs> yeah. I was a segue time. Uh, I was inspired when we uh, got through so many different artists that we wanted out of the Hall of Fame. I was like, are there artists that you want to make sure that we don't touch? Ones that, like, how about this? Are so essential to rock and roll overall that they have to be one of the first ones in. So if we're, we're, we're voting the first ones out, let's uh, mm. also vote the first ones in in kind of a way. You guys down with this? So we're going from heel to face. Whatever works. Okay. <laughs> um, I uh, nominate. Uh, this one's pretty easy for me. We'll see how everyone else feels. Uh, Johnny Cash. For me, I nominate Johnny Cash because he was one of the early artists to push music out of a new genre and create a brand new thing you know before johnny cash's crew and the guys that he toured with you didn't hear this kind of rockabilly uh early rockabilly like rock and roll like it, 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 rock and roll didn't exist it didn't, the word didn't exist yet like it was that didn't come along until later in the 50s maybe even the 60s so. that's uh that's good. a good one I got uh, oh, go Johnny. Sorry, but Johnny covering Nine Inch Nails. Hurt. Yeah, that whole that album, was amazing. That whole album. He is, He covers Soundgarden too. Really? What song? Rusty uh, Cage. Oh. Yes. No shit. Okay, I got research. Mm-hmm. I just saw Nine Inch Nails recently, and like the crowd was saying, "Play the Johnny song." Oh my god. <laughs> Man, Those he... people don't. Those are the he people kinda, that don't he deserve made to be it there. His own. Yeah, he he kind of made the song his own. I think even Absolutely. even Trent said that. I think but, he even said like Johnny can have that song now. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it is a Nine Inch Nails song before it's a Johnny Cash song. Right, I'm yeah. I'm with you there. Uh, let's hear um, some other nominees. My nomination for this would also be the first guitarist that I took in the guitarist draft, BB uh, King. Because without yep. without blues, without what he was like, especially him with the electric, because he was one of the first guys to really go at it with the electric guitar. We wouldn't have most of what we have today. Even Johnny Cash, I don't, I don't, I think, because that guitar-driven, just, I, it's, it, I, it all, it all, it all roots back to uh, to blues, and. I credit him with most of that. Yeah. It's it's a very old genre too though. Like it's deep rooted. Oh, wonder, absolutely. I wonder at what point you had cuz it had to be like blues like you had jazz and probably blues and maybe even country existing at the same time. I think I think even country is an offshoot of blues. Cuz it is. I, I mean there's no doubt about yeah. it. Those scales yeah. um the the scales that like I gravitate to not the Slides, slide guitar scales. <laughs> um, can't stand it. Other than Pink Floyd, um, I, I think yeah, that's the sound I like. It's, it's stuff they they got from other artists. Um, cool. I'm down with BB King's. Definitely a name that needs to be in. Uh, Glado, you got one. And it can it, it, it can be more current. Like yeah. Um. <laughs> I'd have to say, so we're, we're picking, these guys are safe in there. We cannot vote them out, correct? Right. 
Right. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Then I'd have to go with Zeppelin. Um, okay. Yeah. Are yeah. you the one who was saying that you weren't big on them? I'm not. But I respect okay, what then. they did. All right. Yeah. Okay. There's a difference just... between enjoying somebody than and and and, or, and respecting what they did. You don't have to. Absolutely, I, I agree with that one thousand percent. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, necessarily enjoy enjoy all their stuff, you know, whatever. But from a standpoint of, you know, I mean, I think they were more responsible for, you know, heavy metal than Sabbath was. Hmm. I think they were more or less the originators of that sound. I mean, they sold their souls, you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Bringing up Sabbath, though, for me is always going to be, they were the attitude, though, of metal. That much a fucking head off of a bat. Well, even the name, the (laughs) one they picked it. They, They literally picked it because they were going to see scary movies or late night horror movies after record or practicing and they were like man we should have a name we did like thing and music that like scares people so they purposely designed their music and their name in a way that would be against what modern people wouldn't want to hear or or you know scared scared the squares so they would say and i owe me bringing that sound yeah dude that's a great nomination um especially the fact that you are coming in from the angle of you don't really like to listen to it anymore and it's burnt out and you're so over it. But at the same time, there's a reason that we're all burnt out and over it is because they're so goddamn good that they patients just wanted to keep playing them over and over. That's what people wanted to hear. So good, good nomination. Uh, let's go to Jarka. Um, I didn't really go through the list like I did for, for T-Rex for this one. Sure. And it's kind of waffling between Sabbath and Zeppelin. Okay. Um, I kind of, I think I'm going to go with Zeppelin too. Okay. Ooh. Just uh, yeah. I'll do double fist pump. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with, with our shortened uh, member list today, that that might be enough to get it through. But and it will be enough to get it through because I don't know. I think I think Doug would. Cares. Doug would have weighed it for. I think, I think I think two for Zeppelin would have got Doug to be the third. Yeah, and I, I'm and I'm totally fine with for going mine for Zeppelin as well, because it's, I mean, Nate knows. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm good with that too. So. Yeah. So I'm going to give us a reason to move forward then. Yeah. Rush. Ugh. To vote out. <laughs> no, no. Deserving to be there. <laughs> They're just one of those bands that's fun to just pick on. I don't know why. They why? Just... Nickelback of their generation? <laughs> it's, just, it's just fun to pick on. I don't know, because it gets people pissed off. It's fun. Like, it, the drummer's all right. He's all right. He had a big all set. Right. Dude, all he had right. a big set. Who was it you were trying to put ahead of him? I'll put a lot of people ahead of him. Who? The, there's Lars. musicians playing today that are better than he is, that I don't know their names of. Because they probably learned it. This from- sound. This no. sounds like something that can uh, that we can save for the for the drummer. Dude, dude, it's small. Yeah. Drum. He he was he was self conscious. He was making up for something. Look at this set. <laughs> <laughs> Show um, me another drummer that can keep up with that set. I don't think you want it. I don't know. I would honestly. It's a talent in itself. August, August, I don't know his name. August Burns Red's drummer. Matt Griner. I'd put ahead of him. He He's fucking fantastic. Go ahead, put him on that set. I, 
You'll go ahead. I, give him the 20 bazillion drums. Here's <laughs> the I'm thing. A, You're comparing today's day drummers to. Uh, what, Nate? I'm 100% on board with that with that comparison, too. Putting yeah. in August, August Burns Red, dude. He's yeah. phenomenal. phenomenal. Just remember who everybody learned from. Yeah, I still don't think he was a, like the drummer from Buddy Rich. Uh, just because yeah. he was before him doesn't and, and mean Jimmy, he learned from him. And the Jimmy him. Hendrix <laughs> experience, dude. Mitch Mitchelson <laughs> or whatever like that. That dude was amazing for back in the 60s. Phenomenal drummer. But Yeah, uh, every, everybody but, learned from Ringo Starr. still really awesome. I just... I always think that like half of it was the the show he put on, which is cool. Like that's what he's there for. It's like Tommy Lee being dunked in water or something. I don't know. Is that what he did? <laughs> he played upside down. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think you're uh, thinking of the video that he, he made with dunked in water. No, airheads. <laughs> but he says, uh, "When I I want to be dunked in water and do my drum solo." The Lone Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. You can't pluralize lone. <laughs> Rangers, it's <sighs> the best. It was a fantastic movie. Uh, I seen that. I need to revisit that soon. I'm I'm glad we get to a nice. Yes, absolutely. Uh, nice consensus <laughs> there. That was fun. Um, I guess that takes us to our album review. Nate, I want you to kick this off, bud. Um, this is one that's close to me and you as far as where we like, grew up on it. If you want to call being in your early twenties. You know, listening to metalcore, um, this band stuck out to you. This album stuck out to you, and the floor is yours as to why it's this month's album review. So, this album, Alive or Just Breathing, like Kill Switch, was one of the bands that got me going down a heavier path. So, I think I've 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 said on uh, on this show on on this podcast before how a lot of my background is in punk. And then, uh, you know, I got into some, like, you know, the heavier side of radio rock and stuff like that. And then uh, found Atreyu, and then shortly after that was Kill Switch. And when I started listening to Kill Switch, we were, I don't know, what were we, probably a couple years by then into Mortifay yep. when we were playing together. Like, yes. from the moment I heard that that album... Like since it's from the moment I heard Kill Switch in general, like it completely changed how I was writing music and how I wanted to sound and what I was listening to. And I don't, I just love it. The uh, how how it can go from just an absolute just heavy breakdown, just chugging away, and then just bridge into something that sounds so melodic and just so beautiful that like the, the transitions are amazing. Each part in general is amazing. Like when this album came out, it was like it. It didn't get a bad review from anyone. The lowest review that I saw was seven out of ten, and every all the other ones were like nine point five, nine out of ten, five stars, four point five stars. Every like when this album came out, it was it was a game changer. Everybody loved it, and uh, I think in the metal genre. That without them, we wouldn't be. The sound would be completely, completely different today. Sure, there was a Treyu, there was Avenged Sevenfold that was kind of coming out around the same time. But I think Kill Switch was the biggest influence on most bands that were coming from the into the metalcore genre. Yeah, I agree. You had the like, Kill Switch. You had Shadows Fall. 
there was like a big four like of like it's like new wave of american heavy heavy metal i forgot what the other lamb yeah, of god most and, of them were and, from um, yeah um uh what's the other one uh, i can probably pull it up for you i guess i'm so saved here I was thinking of, um, like, they're not same sound style at all. I would not compare these two bands, but, like, Trivium was really big, like, back then. Mm-hmm. But they were they were carrying on that thrash flag big time. You know what I mean? <laughs> they were they were charging into the 2000s being the new thrash metal band. Um, See, that's kind of what I wanted to bring up with this band, is the biggest drag that I felt for combination of genres is you get melodic and you get thrash with kill switch oh yeah for sure which is such a wild contrast brains blown up one minute next minute's being healed crazy yeah one, and yeah, i, I think i threw a wall and uh put a baby to sleep <laughs> basically <laughs> but I, I i think the thing that makes those two like Th- those two like different ends of of like rock sound what makes them mesh together is their transitions like their transitions are like like the, the bridge in between like the chorus and you know in, in a verse it's just i i don't know i just i loved it and I, I based so much of what i did off of what i what, what i was listening to there like i it, it was definitely a, hu- a hugely like a such a big influence for me. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyone else? Anyone? Oh, my, my fourth one was God Forbid. Like they were the big four at, yeah. at the time. Ah. What was that album Constitution of Treason? Dude, that album was fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I just listened to them on Saturday. I just listened to them past Saturday. Which album did I listen to though? It wasn't that. What was it? Gone Forever, said the name of the album, and it was a song. I think that's the name. Of it's the a song. Cover. Is that the album name? It, it might have been too. I don't remember off the top of my head. Got a crow on the cover. Anywho, that's fine. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> tell us this, uh, who else has a uh, what the hell? Is so let's get into the album, I suppose. Now, um. <laughs> The so smooth. The artist smooth uh, as eighty grit. I'm a professional. I think the artist and the guy. I'm just going through it. All right? That's what that's what you're supposed to do. What's just a technical Great. difficulty, anyways? <laughs> Not like someone shit their pants or broke their hair. Smoke oh. detector went off. Wait, no, we did have a broken chair tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and an injury from it too. I'm, I'm, I'm a groin pull. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, podcasting injuries, you gotta look out. You gotta have insurance <laughs> this shit. Dangerous sport. Yeah. Uh, the lineup for this album, um, Adam Dutz, Dutzwitz? Dutzkowitz? Bless Dutzkowitz. you. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, Adam D, man. Yeah, Adam D. Jesse Lee, uh, Joel Strockwell, and Mike D'Antonio. Two other members of this band are Tom Gones and Justin Foley. Does anyone know these guys? So when the band started, um, one of those guys was the original guitarist because Adam D was the original drummer. 
Um, I don't remember which of those guys was the original guitarist, but then like I think it was as soon as they were starting to record, uh, the dude left the band. So Adam took over. Like he most of the guitar work, like the second guitar, I think, like he I think he played some of that on there. And he's the drums. And shortly yep. after they recorded, he moved to just guitar and they found a new drummer. Yep. I don't know which is which. I'm bad at that stuff. I'll admit. I just like the bands, and I maybe sometimes learn the names. You guys like that? Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. I used to be real good up on the names and stuff, but now, like as I got older, I've kind of drifted off. Yeah. Like I know, I knew it was, it was Adam. I always knew the guitarist was Adam. Uh, the first time I ever saw Kill Switch was with Howard on vocals, and it was with. Uh, the guitarist from well, Damage Plan. No. Sorry. So while you're while you're th- while you're thinking of that, uh, Pete Cortez Cortez Cortese, yeah. uh, he was uh, original guitarist of the band, and he left after uh, they were starting to record. Oh, good. Can I, I just in with another guy? Can I just point out? Goodbye. Been talking about Kill Switch Engage now for about ten to fifteen minutes, give or take. And that was the first time Howard's name came up. Yeah, we dropped the fucking ball. I'm so goddamn proud of you guys. It, it, it didn't oh. need to come up. It didn't need to come up. This is some points. So, are you a Howard or are you a Jesse guy? Uh, well, team this, nope, team that's, that. not, that's not that's not me asking. That's not the topic. Come on, let's go. Great. <laughs> There's only one answer, anyways. Yes. It's Jesse. That's the answer. It's definitely Jesse. Howard's talent. It's both. I agree. Brian. See, my 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 viewpoint, my my view on it is, uh, I like, I like Jesse for Jesse stuff. I like Howard for Howard stuff. But Jesse is ten times the lyricist Howard is. And see, that's where I, that one back in, factor in for me because I don't really care. If it sounds good, I'll listen. I've honestly said before to people, like, if they, if you wrote a song and it was strictly about me and how you want to kick me in the face, and that's what the whole song was about, but it sounded awesome, I, I don't care. Do it. <laughs> or, like, call me an asshole <laughs> in the song the whole time. Well, I think we have a project for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody taking notes on all these topics we're coming up with? Uh, that's supposed to be Matt Edwards' job. Oh, right? God damn it, Matt. Oh, he's, oh, he's still listening, right? Or something. I don't know. Maybe he's a busy dude. Um, I wouldn't blame him if he's not listening. He's in his what tenth <laughs> year of college? Something like that. He's a dedicated man. Crazy. More so this too. album. Let's get into it, Nate. Once again, back to you. Let's go favorite tracks more than anything. Just oh yeah, God, that's a hard. That's a hard one. Easy Ooh. because Ooh, like ESPN update. update. We all love Tennessee this. Hockey. Would we all give it? I will give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I give it a ten out of ten just because of what it, what it, Is anybody uh, perfect? What it, what it led to, and what it means to me. He and in that way, that's similar, that totally in. different genre. Mm-hmm. But the Weezer's Blue album, this album, I would say, is similar. Just like I said the same thing about Metallica last. I think, in my opinion, 
know, the album we review of Metallica is their best album. And for Killswitch, I do think this is their best album. Saying anger. Okay. <laughs> um, put as far as, <laughs> as as far as favorite tracks, I mean it's it's hard. Like I I was I spent most of today while I was at work trying to decide which was my favorite, and I narrowed it down to three. I can't do any better than that. Uh, I got numbered days, which is the first track on the album. Mm-hmm. Love it. Fixation on the darkness and temple from from the within those three are just i just temple from the within is so the not the last episode the one before that we were talking about songs that hit you in the fields and songs that will give you make you feel goosebumps and feel feel chills that's one of them for me like it, it gets to the part where like towards the end of the song where there's like the melodic singing going on and Jesse screaming like you know along with it and it just chills I just I love it I don't know if it's because of it being good or if just the emotional uh connection that I that I hold with it but uh that's uh those three are the best I can do even though I have life to lifeless to eternity tattooed on my wrist I'd have to agree with you on two of your three. Which two? Uh, Number Days and Fixation. Um, Number Days is just, dude, that, what a fucking opening track. Absolutely. (laughs) I remember, um, like you, Killswitch was actually the band that, like, kind of bridged me from, I mean, as Brian and Nate might know, um, that I was always kind of a new metal guy. Mm. Um, But Killswitch definitely got me listening to, no, a lot heavier shit. But um, as far as my third song would be uh, Vita and Fra. It's just a badass tune. The lyrics of so far. I mean, this album came out what 2002, so yep. 20 years ago. I mean, the lyrics still hold true now. Um, I mean, the, the album itself is really just timeless. Yeah, and the the lyrics for this album too is. So, you know, you, you tell people that you listen to metal and they hear the screaming, they hear the music, you know, it, it's angry sound and shit. Oh, right? my God. He's talking about murder. They don't yeah. hear the word. But this 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 album is so positive. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. there's, there's nothing there's nothing negative in this. Do any of you guys follow Jesse Leach on like social media? Yeah, I don't. He is no, one but... of the most positive dudes ever. Yeah, dude, like, oh, I, it, it, I, I believe it. Most metal guys are, man. It's crazy. Like it's, I mean, think because they think, get it. Well, think of his character too, though. I mean, the, giving up the rock star life because he wanted to be a dad and raise a family. Can't blame him. Yeah, he he, he missed his wife, and I uh, he he did also have issues with his vocals, no. which I found out today. I read that he informed the band that he uh, was leaving. Uh, it was mid tour, and he informed them via email, which is kind of shady. Ooh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I remember reading an interview about that. Uh, I want to say it was a little bit before or right after uh, Howard had, Howard had left, and they had that like brief moment of no vocalist. Hmm. I remember reading an interview about that. It's kind of kind of a bitch way to 
So and that was like 2003, right? So that was like when you had to be like at an actual computer to send an email and not right. just from your phone or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so that story makes me think of Three Days Grace, the way Adam Gantier left. He sent a letter, not an email, but still, how was that not an in-person conversation? That's the least that you own. Some guys yeah. are showing up. <laughs> I uh, don't say nothing. Deuce. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and and that happens more than we could probably ever imagine. Yeah. Have, have you guys had like a dude just mysteriously bounce from the band? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, we we had we had a basis just kind of kind of vanish, but. Mm. That was due to uh, incarcerated extracurricular activities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Fucking bass players. Oh, jerk! Yeah, right. Well, line. they're not all bad. <laughs> the one we got after him was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> was he flea quality? Nah, you weren't looking for that. Shaved head like him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you pick it, I stick it. Jarka, uh, favorite tracks. Uh, what 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 really drove you like when you listen to this album? Like what what came out to you? When I the the first song I ever heard of Kill Switch was I was I I got it was when they announced Ross Fest two thousand three and it was coming up during Lake and I went and I went I went on the probably Kaza Light or Morpheus or whatever and I started I'm like I gotta download one song from each one of these bands and listen to it and I got the kill switch and the one song I had was um, My Last Serenade and I listened to it and I had no idea what to expect and I'm just afterwards I was just like wow I need more of this and it was between them them Shadows Fall and Sworn Enemy for that tour were like the three bands I wanted to see I, sorry, I totally forgot about Sworn Enemy until you just said yeah. their name. And I like I have to see these three bands. Yeah, and so I got to. I think they played eleven fifteen in the morning. So Kill Switch did. Like, and I'm like, like told my brother, I'm like, we gotta get there by like ten forty five, so we have enough time to make it to the second stage. Is I need to see them and got there just in time for the come on 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 there and so you know my last serenade of course that one was the first like that one hits right away for me and then uh i hadn't listened to this in a while but um rise inside really hit for me too i used to listen to that one a fair amount back in the day that, uh, that's the that's one that 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 almost made my my three. I if I would have uh, gone with four songs of my favorite, that would have been the four. Mm-hmm. But, that, but yeah, I think uh, my last serenade and life to lifeless, I think were like the two biggest off of like biggest hits off that album. I know they made three videos from it. I think fixation on the darkness was the third one. Yeah, but life to lifeless and my last serenade like was all over Headbangers Ball. Like it was on Ugh. like the, the 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 compilation albums that you would you know that you would get and like the videos and everything. It was it was all over them. Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. Those were definitely the two biggest. Was it on Guitar Hero? I believe my last serenade. Well, yeah. I don't think I got that I, far in Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah, I, I gave up on Guitar Hero after the first one. <laughs> 
amateurs. Amplitude is where it's at. <laughs> um, Garage bed. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the the those two songs I feel like are the prime example of how they're able to go from like just that like beautiful melody, just straight into something that's just like heavy breakdown, just abs. You know what you would picture for a mosh pit. You know, yeah. it's just, mm -hmm. just heavy, heavy stuff. Just I don't know. I, I that that uh, like combination of sound is what really drew, like, what drew me to him. Like, because I really hadn't heard that before. It was the first time I'd really heard that, and I just I fell in love with it. Yeah, I like that. Um, Alex, were you an early <laughs> Kill Switch fan? Um. When did head Headbangers Ball come out? Back in the eighties. Yeah. So and then it was reprised and I'll put it I'll put it this way. It was dead and like brought back to life like twice, I think. Yeah. So in the in the generation of CDs, Headbangers Ball one and two came out. I believe it was the first album they came out. That's when I got introduced. Fixation on the darkness drew me in. Like fucking big bass on a lure. <laughs> um, after that, I stepped away. I don't know what dragged me away. Something else caught my attention. But to this day, Fixation on the Darkness is what I identify them with. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, another track on that I discovered today at work. Still doing research for the third or fourth time I've listened to the album. Mm, uh, sure. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like <laughs> two days this week. There's only two days in this work week so far, and then Thursday last week. Um, just barely breathing. The name itself kind of helps, at least in connection with me. Hmm. But those two tracks stand out the most for me, and the rest of it, I'm like. Mm. I don't know. Thrash isn't the first thing I think of when I think of Kill Switch because of fixation. It's not as thrashy as the rest of the album. No, well, it's all right. You can go back to Backstreet Boys. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we already we already heard enough of your opinions. <laughs> Sorry, that was a low uh, blow. <laughs> I, I think so. Hey, you're justified. I'm just gonna say. They are, they are far too choppy to ever be considered like thrash, in my opinion. A lot of yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever call yeah. them thrash. They, they, I'd they say, like... I'd say there's influence in there from it. Definitely, and well, that's that's the first thing I gravitated towards is the speed that they were bringing. Like, they're not typically known for it. I don't think. Yeah. I think they had elements of basically every form of heavy metal leading up to that point. I think that's fair. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would probably admit that. I would imagine that. I remember seeing something from uh, Adam uh, Adam D at one time that said, uh, like, he was talking about where he got uh, inspiration from for his guitar riffs. And he, he was talking about how he would hear a ringtone from a Nokia phone and he would get inspiration for a riff and how he was expecting a lawsuit from Nokia. 
Oh my god. <laughs> you ever see the video of him? They were playing at a show and he was at the bar doing shots with his guitar. No. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, he's, he's just he's ripping, definitely he's a goofball though. He just he goes to the kid that was like videotaping. He's like, hang on, it's my part. <laughs> I forgot what song they were playing. I'm like, Jesus, this dude's a whack job. I have I have a DVD uh, of one of their shows, uh, like at the Palladium or something like that. I I don't know. Yeah. But Howard Howard was with the band, and Adam was running around in like short cut off jeans, like his yeah. boxers hanging out the bottom. Was wearing a cape. Yeah, so he was that the one when he had like the cape. A, yeah, yeah, he was but running blow, around he had like a, a complete asshole. I've seen him before but where he had a blow up doll on his stuff. back. <laughs> There's uh, the and time I, he he won the prices right. What? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll have to find the video and send it to the group chat. It's hilarious. It's everything I... you would think that Adam D on the Price is Right would be. <laughs> Did he win the whole thing though? Did he, he... I, I, if I, if I remember correctly, he won everything. Wow, that's wow. fun. <laughs> Rigged. Um, I, I I like talking about him though because I think as much as Jesse's voice is so tied to these songs in my opinion and i am able to separate even when i've heard howard do these songs um but for me it really comes down to adam's influence on both the drums and, and the guitar like this and is, he is he's the producer for right. all of their stuff too like it, this so, is it's his band in a lot of ways yeah 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 he is the the driving force of of that band yeah um uh, when when they first got signed, so Roadrunner was their first major uh, major uh, record label that they signed with. So that's what Alive or Just Breathing was was uh, uh, signed with. Mm. Um, he convinced them to let him produce the album, and after they heard his like their their album before that, which he produced, they're like, oh, absolutely. And now since then, like I know he's produced a Parkway Drive album, like he's. Yep. He's 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 a big time producer. Like that's yeah, he's, a big part yeah. of what he does. Blue blue blue. What was it called? No, that was uh, Horizons. Horizons was uh, was his handiwork. My least favorite. Well, it was my least favorite until they put out the new Atrocity. The latest one or the one prior? The latest one. Oh, because the one prior is not good either. Yeah. There's a couple songs off that that I really like. Uh, but the newest was one, IR, I absolutely IR? hate. No, uh, the 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 one before that was uh, uh, Reverence. They they just put out a new one like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but they had didn't they didn't they release one like a year or two ago too after Iyer? Reverence. Okay. And then they just put out another one just recently. Yeah, they're not good. I heard I heard no, the I, I heard one song off the newest one, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I they they have been one of my favorite bands for so long. Uh, we're getting off topic. Yep, kill switch, <laughs> kind of kill switch. <laughs> in my opinion, same genre. I think that's kind of been the name of our game lately. No, I have off oh, topic. Yeah. The sidetrack podcast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> No, All right. Listen, listen, Alex and I on our five episode of Crafting and Drafting. Five right. episodes deep, and we're already renaming the pod. The <laughs> podcast is out of tune, so I guess we're kind of going out. Well, I guess. There we hey, go. All right. Way to bring us back. Delardo, did, boy. Mike, did you, um, are there certain ones that we didn't say that you would like to say? 
or just no. where, where you come oh. from with them? Like- oh, I mean, like I said, I mean, like, like, like Nate, um, they got me listening to a lot of heavier stuff. Um, I mean, if it wasn't for like kill switch, I would have shadows fall, you know, the leading in August burns red and that led me to like Norma Jean and the gateway band. Yeah. Yeah. Basically everything I listen to now, which probably um, led to every time I die, which probably led to, yeah. I don't well, know. every time I die has always kind of been there just because local man. Yeah. What was it? Oh, it dies today. Remember them? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. Well, they were That's they it. were one of those bands that were on one of my mixed CDs. That first that first album, Forever Scoring, Hate was nasty. Oh. Hate it. Actually, Alive or Just Breathing was the last CD I ever borrowed from anybody. Oh. I forgot about borrowing CDs. Yeah, it was me and my buddy Brian. <laughs> like, we just met up at Wegmans on Transit Road. He's like, dude, check these guys out. I'm like, all right. You wouldn't believe the borrow, CDs I've lost. Borrow the CDs or, and then you rip them on your computer. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Did. And then you put them on, was it Music Match Jukebox or whatever? Like, I was They'd have burn parties where you just all. I was a Winamp guy. CDs. <laughs> Winamp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Find us on Winamp. <laughs> you still around i believe sure. so winamp was like one of the only like programs that you could pull music off of an ipod on because i apple had that software to where you couldn't actually pull music off of them oh you're uh, talking like ripping it straight from the device yeah so like once that came about that was just like a free-for-all <laughs> game changer well, I think this is a solid album that we reviewed. Yeah. So I think we can move on uh, and look forward to another album to review. We have some things that we're thinking about. Are we sticking? Oh. What are we? What are we? What are we thinking about? I be, before we go too much further, I do have one more thing to say about Kill Switch. Yes. Uh, another one of their in, inspirations for me. Yeah. That was the first time the pinch harmonics wow yeah. that they are what made me want to learn pinch harmonics because holy crap it's freaking awesome and <clears throat> sorry there was like that, a, that was there's a dvd we watched that they were on i remember a live set of theirs that was really good is it the one that oh. i was talking about before were you Reason talking about my... <laughs> it's okay were we recording at the time or <laughs> yes pretty so sure I'm, I'm trying to figure out are we really caught up because we didn't do anything from 2010s. We're we yeah skipping it because it's okay. like I don't I don't know what I would suggest as far as an artist that started in 2010 that I I don't know. You know that's kind of like I don't know like I don't really know any like real the the newer bands so well so that's kind of like the why I kind of wanted to do 2010s really a lot because it's something I know I wouldn't be something I'm really experienced with it'd be something pretty fresh for me. Could it be because I, I I had I had some ideas. It wasn't necessarily stuff that started in 2010s, but I had a couple bands that I was thinking of. I don't know if you want me to say it now. Well, that's what I liked about the albums we were picking because they were albums of the era. Right. Like, yeah. That's with Killswitch. Well, like, that's their era. Yeah. Then well, their album. The band I was thinking was uh, Stone Sour, uh, House of uh, Brick and Gold. Honestly, which uh, is, gold bones. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do agree with that. Like that's like to me like that sound is the 2010s. So, like it's, I don't know, whatever. But we can figure that out. I didn't another learn. Time. I didn't learn new music, baby. The whole 2010s. <laughs> <laughs> I I really I really this, didn't either. <laughs> this could be a chance for you to explore. I'm just getting caught up if now. You can pitch something to me that I think I could, could could care about. I know this Stone Sour album. Like it wouldn't be anything new, that's for sure. Um, no, we'll find out. That's I, what the group I, chat's for, guys. Hon- honestly, I kind of hope that. To, uh, and for posts that get lost forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah. Let's let's just um, let's hash that out later because uh, it it would be boring to listen to probably. Not that I'm guaranteeing that what we already did was highly entertaining, but I hope so. Uh, thank you so much for I, listening. My chair broke. That that was that's and that's not getting pulled out. There's an I'll take up that off to clean up. But other than that, all right. Uh, so if nobody any- shit themselves, <laughs> all right. Just saying that right now. So if anybody wants to donate for a new chair, <laughs> yeah. What's your Venmo, mate? <laughs> I don't have. Start one. a GoFundMe. I'll, I'll, I'll set one up. <laughs> Um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, honestly, this has been a lot of fun to do with you guys. Uh, I'm enjoying doing more in, of music talk with you and random bullshit that comes out of our mouths. It's been really fun to listen to. Um, let's say right now, go find a podcast uh, out there on the network that you have not listened to before. That's this. That's what I'm using this episode for now because I don't have an artist to plug so i'm gonna plug our network uh go find one random there's all sorts of good stuff out there there is culture there's um sports there's all sorts of good stuff there is a certain uh crafting and drafting out there yeah i already mentioned it i just wanted to bring it up again nice job double plugging uh yes join alex and i over there crafting and drafting we are back here bi-weekly random bullshit drafting if that's what that is um thanks guys good to see you all Hi. I'm a little I guess somebody. I had my headphones off a little bit. We're skipping the, the vocalist draft. Oh, my God. Oh. That's why I. That's, oh, yeah, I was, oh, my God. I've, I've been time tracking. Well, I've been time tracking. You just saved it. <sighs> Should we. Should we wait till Doug's back? We're, our, we're an hour and fifteen in. Um, and we're I've been I've been given suggestions of tuning down the episodes to less than two hours. Fair. Well, we've <laughs> okay. been less than two hours. And, for Doug, the most and case. Doug did get dipped out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say let's wait for Doug for uh, save it for um, Dougie. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The Creole crocodile. Creole crocodile. Hey, maybe I'll leave this in too. Uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Talk to you later. See you. Bye.